So what is this episode about? Um, not really sure. I don't really know if, uh, if I have anything specific. I'm not even sure if I'm really good at this or if this is even making sense to anybody. Let's just uh, let's give it a shot and see what happens. All right, hey, it's another episode of Sketch and Release, and my name is Robert, and for the next half hour or so, I'm gonna talk about a couple of things that, uh, that I've learned, picked up, some lessons, and just some general um, thoughts about experiences that I've had in my creative career, and maybe this how this can apply to you and, and your creative career, and just life in general. You know, Just get you in a good state of mind to do some good creative work. Now, if you listen to this, you just maybe found this um, in your podcast service, whatever, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all those things. Hey, I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking this out. Um, just kind of uh, let's just ride along here and see what happens. Um, if you're looking for more episodes, by the way, um, you can go to sketchrelease.com. You can find other episodes. You can find links to subscribe and uh, maybe find some other stuff there, too. Now, if you want to see video of what I'm drawing in this episode, you can do that at Patreon. So I've got Patreon set up, patreon.com slash Robert Cortez, that's me. And what you can find there is you can find all these episodes, plus you can find some other content, other projects that I'm working on. Now, you get to see me draw something out during this episode, during every episode. That is exclusive to you as a patron. Now, let's get into this for a second. I want to talk about this. I'm not really sure how to talk about it. I'm not really even sure what the right approach is, but isn't that the whole idea in general? We're talking about doubt. We're talking about self-doubt. We're talking about doubt in your environment, doubt in your work, doubt in just uh, you know your general surroundings sometimes and how that manifests itself and maybe what causes it. But really, we're talking about how you can use that to your advantage, if that's even possible. Is it possible? I I don't know. Does this subject really hit anywhere? Does it hit a nerve for you as a creative type? As someone who uh, has doing has been doing this for a long time, uh, I've certainly hit my own pockets and moments of doubt, whether it's uh, self-doubt or, or anything like that. And I've had to overcome that. I've had to work through that. But um, it's possible. It can be done. And... So one thing that, um, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to confuse this with something like uh, fear of failure or, um, you know, embarrassing yourself or, you know, just making bad moves. I mean, that's all part of it, I guess. But really what I'm talking about is just that sense of, of real doubt in, in your abilities or in your instincts or in y- your decisions. Um, whether you think you're doing the right thing or you think uh, you don't have what it takes, you know, there, there are a lot of ways it can come about. And, you know, I think everybody, every artist, every creative type, whether you're, uh, <laughs> whether you're a painter or you're a writer, you're a musician, um, you're a photographer, a film, anything you're doing or making, creating anything, you're going to have those times where you're just not quite sure if you're, the right person or you've got the right skills or you really have an understanding of what it is you need to do. You know, I can point to a couple of moments, a couple of times in my own experience where 
that really seemed to be front and center, really seemed to take over what I was doing. And it had some real adverse effects. It really kind of changed how I approached some things. Now, you know, the first instance being, and I, I, I think I talked about this in a previous episode or in another episode. So you, if you listen or you heard that somewhere, I don't know if I even finished the story. I don't remember, but I'll kind of wrap it up or, or give you a little more detail on it. So when I was 22, and this was many years ago now, I was out of school. I was working my first job in, in my design career. I was working in marketing for a small agency, and I was really pushing myself. I was really trying to do good, trying to do uh, solid work, trying to you know be a successful um, a successful new hire, right? And really, really putting everything else aside, just pushing hard to do my work. And you know, I I probably didn't make all the right choices, and I was pretty green, but. I knew that I had to do the most that I could to make this work. You know, I, I was very uh, fortunate. You know, someone took a chance on me, gave me a shot, and I wanted to take every advantage of that and make the most out of that that I could. So I really pushed myself. I really tried to um, get on top of that and you know do the best work that I could for for the time. And. You know, I won't say this is a cause of it, but I ended up putting myself in the hospital, I think. <laughs> I, if you end up in the hospital at the age of 22 with doctors telling you you've had a heart attack and knowing that the only thing you've been doing in your life is just working a lot, I, you know, hey, do you draw your own conclusions, I guess? But my conclusion was I just pushed myself too hard and, you know, Coming out of that, when the doctors are telling me, you're going to have to change your lifestyle, you're going to have to eat better, you're going to have to exercise, you're going to have to uh, not work so much, you're going to have to reduce your stress levels, you're going to have to uh, take medication, all of these things for the rest of your life. Just, just go ahead and do that. For a doctor to tell me that and for me to really look at that as now an entire like shift in the way I just kind of live my life, my everyday life. It really was hard. It was hard to wrap my head around at first. And a lot of it was about, well, how did this happen to me? Uh, what's wrong with me? And, and am I like, uh, am I like broken or, or damaged goods? You know, that kind of thing. You go through a lot of that. You go through a lot of that reflection and, you know, you get down. You get down on yourself and maybe where you stand. As I went through that, it started to morph into thoughts and the notion that, am I any good at what I do? Like, was I pushing myself and working so hard and trying to do the best I could so much and put myself in the hospital was all that because I'm not actually good at what I do? That I was trying to prove that I have some kind of skill so hard that I ended up putting myself in a in a bad in a bad position with my health. 
you know, I really had to question like, why did this, why did this happen? It wasn't, it couldn't have possibly have been just some freak occurrence or, or some naturally occurring thing or whatever. It had to be because I did it because I was pushing because I just didn't trust myself. I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I had the skills, all those things. It just started to, it just started to snowball into this notion in my head that I, I'm just, this is not, this is not what I'm meant to do. And I'm probably not good at it. And maybe I just need to figure out something else to do with my life. And that was a real, I mean, for being my first job and only being like a couple years into it, so early in my career to think that I really almost just hung it up because I thought I'd put myself in this place because I wasn't good enough. Damn, that's, that's a real, that's a real sticky spot to be in. Because it seems so real, it seems so true that, of course, this is why this happened. Of course, this is why I'm in this situation now. And I can only say that with some time, with some more reflection, with some support, you know, with, with people around me and some understanding, I was able to get you know, get some reasonable perspective on it and understand that, no, this, this just happened. And it's not because you're not good at what you do, or you're not uh, capable at least. And the, the feelings of self-doubt and um, or just like real incompetence, that, uh, that was hard to overcome. And it, it just took some time. And it took a little bit of patience and a little bit of uh, faith that uh, things will be okay. With that in mind, I, I really try to adjust how I go forward. How, how do I approach work, whether it's a nine to five job or just a, a single project or just how I approach the, the people I work with and, and the, um, the way that I work with them. It really caused me to adjust a lot of that. And, and I think in ways that are good, that are better. I learned about having some boundaries. And I feel like it made me better overall, not just as a, as a, as a creative, but just as, a, uh, as an adult, as, as moving through adult life and, and into, into, the, into my career. You know, when things like that happen, and they happen to you, from an outside force or an outside incident, you know, that's, that's one way that you can have that perspective. You can be able to say, all right, well, that was something that was out of my control. You, you, you're able to, with a little bit of, you know, just examination, you can detach a little bit, you know, know that it's not your fault, that these things just happen in life. And the, the doubt the self-doubt, it's in some ways, it's irrational. You know, there, there's no real truth to it, but it is in your head. And as long as you can identify that and understand that and be able to get through that and move past it, you'll be all right. Sometimes this doesn't happen unpredictably. It doesn't happen just out of the blue. It happens and you don't even realize it's happening. It's happening right under your nose. And, you know, I, ha I had an experience sometime later, maybe 10 years after that, 
I was working for a company that uh, was producing a magazine that I work for. And our team, our, our publishing team was, you know, one of the best teams I ever worked with. And it was one of the best, you know, jobs I ever worked at. I loved the work that we were doing. I believed in the, the, the effort that we made and, and everybody that worked there. And yet the company that kind of backed the whole thing, I started to see that there were problems there. And it really started to turn into like a real sense of doubt in their capabilities. Not in me and not in the team that I worked with but in the, in the company that was above it all, the organization around us. And that's really hard. When you're working for a company or an organization that is, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit questionable, maybe a little bit sketchy, you, um, you, you have to be careful. You have to pick your battles. You have to be able to know when to lay low, when to just get your work done and do the best you can at it. Now, when it comes to, you know, the, the type of company you work for, sometimes you can't control that. I mean, you can control where you work, right? You can control the people you work with, in a sense, because you can decide to work there or not work there. That decision is ultimately up to you. Maybe you need the job, so you need to work there. All right. Okay, fine. That's that's the, the hand you've been dealt. That's what you got to work with. But sometimes, you know, that company that you're working for, the people you work for, if you start to see like there's some real, um, there's some real questionable things going on underneath the surface, or uh, they're not being straight with you, or, you know, you just don't feel like there's an integrity to what the company stands for. That's really hard to to wrestle with. That's really hard to be at peace with. I mean, you really can't. You know, if you're if you're really there to do the right thing and to do good work and to do right by the people that you work with, it's really hard for, to reconcile those things. Okay, so having that kind of doubt build and build and build into something that turns into like a a, a almost like a resentment or like a um, suspicion that things are not good here. And this is not a place I need to be or that any of us need to be. You know, sometimes you have to make that hard choice. And having that kind of doubt when it's it's been there maybe right under your nose and it's kind of revealed in small ways over time, that's hard to, to grapple with. And, you know, the, coming out of that experience, I, I really had to learn to pay attention more. And by pay attention, I mean... Not my work and, and what's going on in front of me on my desk, but just pay attention to things around that, you know, the culture of a company. You know, I think so many times I've seen companies that they celebrate their culture and they celebrate their people and they, they champion the people that work there. Uh, especially, you know, this is my experience. So in creative environments, I feel like that's, that's usually the case. But sometimes you get, you know, those organizations that uh, they're not in it for the right reasons, let's say. All right, we'll just leave it at that, where creativity isn't necessarily high on the list of priorities. And quality maybe isn't high on the list of priorities. 
You know, it's really just like sometimes it's just about the money. Quality be damned and creativity be damned and, you know, forget about all that. We just need to make the make the money. It's the bottom line. And hey, if, you, if you're working for a business, that is ultimately what it comes down to. But, you know, if that's the top priority, everything else suffers. And if you're a, a professional that is focused on creativity and the quality of your work, that's got to be up at the top of the list. You know, maybe it can't always be number one, but it's got to be number two then. Sometimes those got to flip back and forth, right? It's like, I want to be creative, but I also got to make money. I want to do good work, but I also got to make money. Yeah, so I had to come out of that experience learning to pay more attention and understand that the culture of a company and the, the people that um, are involved in the organization, they have to have a level of trustworthiness and they have to have a level of integrity. Because otherwise, doubt will just start to fester. It will just start to grow and infect. And that's just not good business. So with that in mind, and then, you know, taking into account my experience when I was younger, you know, those are things that can happen to you without any, any indication of what's about to happen. And those are things that are happening and you're just finding them out and it's kind of, it, it becomes discouraging and disappointing and Sometimes this kind of doubt, this sense of what have I done or what am I doing, this can come from you, right? You can cause this to happen to yourself. You can cause these feelings within yourself. And, you know, my experience with that was probably the most recent. I was getting involved with some short film projects and really taking a dive into filmmaking and all the different aspects of it, whether it's writing or uh, editing or, or directing or, or even just shooting. And, you know, understanding all those things. And, you know, it's something that I've always had an interest in and I've always had ideas for things that I want to do, but it just never seemed like a, a it never seemed like a thing that was within reach, you know. But a few years ago, I decided to just go for it take some chances and start getting something going. And so I did, uh, me and, and some friends and, you know, people that are in the local scene, um, you know, we put some projects together and it was fun. It was good. It was creative. I really enjoyed working on those things. And if you are on the Patreon, you may see, I'll post some things about that and you'll see how some of it was rough. Some of it was very rough, but some of it, I think we did some really good work. And yet, you know, being in that position of whether you're directing or just kind of leading the team um, as the, you know, one of the people in charge of a project, you know, that's, that's the other thing that um, when doubt starts to form that way, because it's not because you're making questionable decisions and it's not because of things that are outside of your control. It's just a matter of you've maybe just uh, followed the wrong instinct or you've made a choice that didn't really work out. And then you just wonder, why did I make that choice? And if I made that choice wrong, what's to say all these other choices I'm making aren't wrong also? You know, whether that comes to 
in the case of me with short films, it's like, well, you know, if you cast somebody for a project and they've got all the enthusiasm and all the energy and they're ready to do this and yet it just isn't panning out, it just isn't really working the way you maybe thought it could or, or envisioned, what do you do? You know, and I don't have a problem with making the decision. I have a problem with uh, moving past it and making the next decision. You know, one instance, um, I was making a short film and we were under a tight schedule. And, you know, one of, uh, one of our, our team, one of, the, one of the cast, really, decided um, he didn't necessarily agree with some of the creative direction of the project and you know he wanted to uh basically back out of it and yet since he was cast we had already shot some things and so then i had to backtrack and i had to reshoot with somebody else and so that meant well um uh, how do i pick the next person how do i pick the person to replace this person which i thought was a pretty good fit and would really be able to knock it out of the park. And so to go back now and say, okay, well, I don't have that person and I don't really have the time to thoroughly search for a replacement. I just had to like make something work. And that's not a position you want to be in. If you really want to do the, the best work you can, you want to work with the best people you can, you need that time. You need that extra effort. And when that is out of the realm of possibility, you just have to go with whatever you have in the moment. And that's always, that's just, that's just never a good scene. So having to make a decision like that and then doubt myself on the next decision, that is, that's hard to grapple with sometimes. Because if you just let that roll on and on and on into every other decision you make after that, you're going to doubt yourself the whole time. You're going to second guess everything you're doing, everything you're telling your, your crew or your cast that they have to do or, you know, questions come up. What, what are we doing here? What are we doing there? You have to know those answers. And if you don't know those answers, or even if you do, but now you're second guessing everything, ah, see, now you got a mess. And so, you know, when you're in an instance like that where <laughs> everything you've... Uh, kind of planned out and everything you're expecting to happen starts to go sideways. Um, and you, you really have to wrestle with how do you get it back on track? And if you can't get it back on track, how do you just make the best of what you have? And so when that happens, when it comes to at least, you know, my experience with short films was um, it's not done. I still have other ideas I want to do and I still have other other things in mind, but, um, you know, that period there, that period of a few years where I was working on some stuff with different teams and different people, it taught me a lot about that of like, I have to maybe be in the spot to make those decisions. And, you know, I have to be able to then regroup from that and keep moving forward and not, not worry so much about the doubt, the, the, the sense of doubt that comes with that. Don't let that hold you back. Uh, it's going to be hard and you're going to have to adjust and improvise and all that, but you just got to keep moving forward. And as long as you try to stick as closely as you can to your vision or your idea, or at least the plan, 
then you'll be better off than start second guessing yourself with every every subsequent decision that comes up. So think about that. Like you know, think about the the times that you've worked on something, or you've worked with people, or you've worked in an environment where that doubt, you know, you feel like it can get in your way, it can hold you back, or maybe it steers you, you know, off in a direction you weren't planning to go in. How do you recover from that? And what what's been your tactic, or what's been something that's worked for you? And 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 how, has that changed how you work in the long run? You know, you could say, look, how, okay, let's make it this. Let's do this. How about this? With a question for this episode, for you, the audience, you who are listening, who are creative types, when has been a moment of doubt that you have found your way through and how has that changed every project you've done after that? How about that? I think that's a good point of discussion because it's always something that interests me. We all face this. I, I believe we all do as creative types. We all face that moment where we're not really sure that this is the right thing. Or we're not even sure we're the right person for this. And maybe it's only every once in a while. Maybe it's all the time. I, you know, everybody, it, this hits everybody different, I think. But we all go through this at some point or another. And so I'm interested to know what you think. If If you're just good with it, you have no doubts about what you do. How'd you get there? I'm interested to know that. So I tell you what, if you're listening to this, go to facebook.com slash Robert Cortez art or go to instagram.com slash Robert Cortez. You'll see a post for this episode. So go there. Uh, you can leave a heart or like or whatever the things are, but leave a comment. Let, let me know. Or, you know, you can contact me through those networks. You can go to Patreon. The episode is there too. Comment there if you want. Um, let's talk about this. I'm interested to know how we as creative types overcome doubt and and how we don't let that get in our way and keep doing good, creative, interesting work. If you're just finding the podcast, you can find more episodes at sketchrelease.com. You can uh, go hit me up on social media. I'm there posting this kind of stuff and maybe some other things here and there. You go there, you leave a comment, you leave a heart, you like, all those things. I thank you all for listening and checking this out. Share this with someone who is a creative type and that maybe is going through a similar thing or, you know, you just want to spread this around. I would totally be down for that. So go ahead, do that, be a cool person. All right, so that's that for this episode. I think we're good. All right, let's get out of here. Until next time, keep creating.